A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. Hi, uh, welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay, and it's Sachet Non-Gay time yet again. Sachet Non-Gay, this is your official spoiler alert. Veronica Green, always remember and never forget the amazing queen that you are. Now, Sachet away. Thank you for changing my life and thank you for everything you've given to me. Please welcome Veronica Green and also Victoria Scone. Woo! Hey! Hi! <laughs> welcome to a gay and a non-gay. Veronica, you've been part of our lives for quite a while now. You were like season two and season three royalty. You got me through the pandemic, babe. We're not worthy. Oh, no, thanks so much for having me. Well, I'm glad that I got you through the uh, the lockdowns. Struggled to get myself through it, though, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's been great having you back in the workroom, especially for Crystal, who definitely got her money's worth from you last week. And the week before, (laughs) I was in a completely different headspace, like going back for season three, I felt like I wasn't a competitor for the most part. I felt like I was this sort of mentor, aspirational figure because there were a couple of queens like Victoria and Charity, for example, who just didn't need any of my help whatsoever. But there were so many other queens that were always wanting advice and wanting some help. And I was just in this weird headspace. So I was just happy to give. I was I was in a giving mood, shall we really? say. <laughs> but I gave a bit too much and uh, forgot to take care of number one. You, you should know. have pulled out early, babe. I know. <laughs> Did you notice that, Victoria, when you were in the workroom? Did you see Veronica helping everybody and think, what are you doing? Yeah, I think Ronnie definitely has a very mothering energy or nana energy. I'm one of the nanas. I'm one of the nanas for sure. You need to stop doing that. You need to look after one for sure. Too late now, but you know, moving forward. I I think season three like started filming pretty much straight after two finished. So do you think maybe you had a bit of a disadvantage from the other queens because you'd already been slaying away and then you had to start again, maybe with less time? I missed I missed three episodes of season two because it was filming while season two was on the air and we were having to prepare for season three while I was doing all the press um, launch for season two. So my life for the last 18 months has just been drag race, drag race, drag race, depression, lockdown, no work. <laughs> oh my God, stop. <laughs> that has been my, but drag the drag race part of, of my life has been like the best. You were just talking about depression um, and your look this week was an expression of that. And yesterday, was World Mental Health Day. And I know you've had dark moments in your life. And I think one thing we don't really discuss enough is the bit where you finally decide that you need to talk about it and get help. So I wonder if you'd mind sharing that with some of our listeners and maybe let us know where you think we should ask for help. Like what is the moment where you go, okay, now is the time to speak to someone. The second that you are self-aware, that's probably when you should reach out. I didn't realize I was going through a hard time until I started coming out of the other side of it. And The weird thing was is that I had friends and family members who, even though they were nowhere in the vicinity, they could sense it because I was ignoring them. But I was actively started ignoring calls and messages and stuff. 
So the alarm bells were ringing. But it is so, so important to talk about it because it shouldn't be a stigma and it shouldn't be taboo and it shouldn't be awkward to talk about. Everybody, there is not a single person in the world that cannot say that they've had low moments in their life. And it's a natural thing for people. Victoria, you've now left the show. Um, You've had this knee injury, which must have got you pretty low. Can we talk about that? How how did it feel when you had to leave? Oh, it was awful. Um, I mean, Ronnie Ronnie knows as well what it's like to be pulled prematurely. Yeah. No. In any sense of the word. I was um, in denial about how injured I was, and I was desperately trying to pretend that I could stay and plough through. But, you know, injury is an injury, and I I could have very well made it worse if I hadn't categorically been told I have to leave. So I'm I'm glad it was was not my decision to make. Um, Someone else made that for me. Our health is very important, and I could have done some serious long-term damage. Unfortunately, it was only a partial tear to my ACL. You know, if I'd have had one wrong wrong move, I could have torn the whole thing and needed surgery and intense healing. And yes, everything happens for a reason. You know, I'd love to know what that reason is, universe, but it happened for a reason. Does it mean that you're guaranteed uh, a spot in season four? I mean, you know as much as I do. If you've, if you've seen <laughs> the episode that Rue says, um, I, you know, we haven't seen the last of Victoria yet. Well, that's literally all I know as of yet. <laughs> I can't believe that if that I mean I hope you're sort of just lying to us because you need to be back (laughs) (laughs) I mean wow uh I'm just blessed by your presence to be honest and I was obsessed with you the second I found out you were going on the show it's so important that we're seeing all types of different drag queens in the competition did you feel pressure to sort of show up for the girls I did a little bit and you know you would maybe assume that I would feel a lot, a lot of pressure. You know, the first cis woman on the show, the first um, lesbian on the show, which is, you know, that's a huge part of the community. How, how have we not had that representation so far? Um, but I think I felt very much like it was the right time, the right place. As I said, everything happens for a reason. I felt very much one of the gals in the workroom. I was I was meant to be there. There was, there was no, it's them and it's me. It was none of that. Um, I've been around drag queens a long, long time. Um, and if anything, I'm one of the biggest presences in the room always so you know I didn't feel I didn't feel left out or left aside at all well we have to mention your outfit today um at least someone made the effort Veronica <laughs> no I'm joking don't you get me started Veronica me will come out if you threaten me <laughs> like that again no I'm only joking um Victoria's in the middle of filming and you look amazing you're dressed as a well you're a Scott Jag I guess I'm not the snack darling I'm the whole damn picnic so this would be an exclusive this would have been my well part of my look there's more to it for um the great outdoors runway i'm excited to see the rest of your runway looks both of you on instagram in the next couple of weeks gorge have you had many female queens reach out any more ab fab uh, afab queens reach out to you victoria i love that ab fab <laughs> i know what a slip <laughs> say that but it's it's so camp absolutely uh- <laughs> oh, millions, yes. My phone has not stopped blowing up. Um, every blooming platform that people can try and get hold of me, they are trying. <laughs> it's very hard, as Ronnie knows, to try and get back to everything. You know, you, you physically can't get back to everyone. Um, but no. I think not just even cis women, um, non-binary people, trans women, uh, anyone, men that have uh, struggled with their weight, men that just are happy to see lesers being, uh, having a platform, someone, everyone has somehow found, you know, uh, a reason that they relate to me or they're, they're happy to see me there or they just enjoy my my presence and my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> 
everybody can enjoy my vagina. <laughs> I'm all right, actually. I'll take a pass. <laughs> <laughs> never say never, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> You're the most camp person I've ever met. It's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Put that in right. Are you two sisters for life now? Is that is that what's happening? Oh, yeah. She can't get rid of me now. The This season, I've noticed that we're, we're all so very close and everyone is actually nice there isn't one mean there isn't a veronica mean <laughs> no there isn't like the, the, this cast is really really close and i'm happily messaging every single one and hanging out with as many as i can whenever i can yeah. so yeah this this cast is a, is very special to me i wanted to ask that actually like how the workroom compares because this season does seem like a safe space but obviously there's been comments online from a horror that have resurfaced. I wonder if you have a comment on that. What she says about me behind my back is none of my business. Yeah. Yeah. She can say whatever she likes. She has reached out to me uh, privately and I've, I have ignored that. It's not the right time or place for me to address it, to be honest. And I left school an awfully long time ago. So I'm a big girl now. Don't really involve myself in that kind of nonsense. I love you so much for that. I just think she's jealous, to be honest with you. Well, she's doing a good job of inserting herself into season three. That's pretty that way. <laughs> right. Um, Victoria. She's herself into me, dear. She could probably fit inside me. <laughs> a gay and a non-gay. In our culture, uh, certainly growing up, Victoria, I grew up in Brighton as a gay. Like, I went out in Brighton all the time. And I always, I sort of sometimes felt like gay men and gay women were enemies. Now, I don't know if that's just because of the scene I was on or the friends I was hanging around with at the time. But have you felt like there was a divide between gay men and gay women before? Because we do know, of course, that there's huge divides in our community. Uh, from my personal experience, I would say I agree a little bit, but I would say that comes from gay men, not from gay women. Um, gay women are often looked lesser than, uh, we're certainly looked lesser than in queer spaces. We're assumed to be straight, you know? Oh, there's a woman in this gay bar, she must be straight, which is certainly not the case. I've, I've had it a lot um, and I still see it a lot, you know, women not being allowed into, into venues because they're assumed to be straight, but we are as much as this community as the next gay man. It's even silly to say man and woman because, you know, non-binary people fit into this mold, um, trans people fit into this mold. We should, it's ridiculous in my opinion. We should not be discriminating against anyone. And uh, how do you know that, you know, it happened recently at uh, an event, let's say, and it was like, oh, there's too many women at this event. How do you know that that woman isn't with their queer son or their transgender daughter? How, you don't know what people are in a venue for. You don't know why they're in that space. So shut up and let women take up space. <laughs> agree why does that I, exist i understand it we as a i think as the gay community we have been or the gay men have been uh, discriminated against for so long and have fought for their spaces and i understand that and i have so much respect for that i've had a different experience as a queer woman so i understand it why there would be this maybe defense with potentially older gays um it's definitely to... older gays. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> That's your word, not mine. <laughs> no, no, I, <laughs> um, I completely respect it. So I understand the um, the the caution, perhaps, but we're, we're well above that now. We've moved past that. Women are literally the first letter in the LGBTQ alphabet. And there's a reason for that. Yes. You are two right. of my absolute faves from this show. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, Aww. before you go, um, every week so far, we've been playing a little game with our queens, uh, which is, I don't know, if you, I don't know if, you, if you guys have noticed, some people have noticed, some people haven't noticed, but quite often drag queens have very similar names to death metal bands. Have you noticed that? Heavy metal death bands? <laughs> I, I thought I thought that was the end of the sentence then. Drag queens have very similar names. I was like, yeah, because I could get called Victoria all the time. 
<laughs> uh, not not to each other, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that as well. But also to to heavy metal band. Ooh, drag. Oh, so uh, I'm going to give you three names, and you've got to tell me. <laughs> Uh, if the name is of a drag queen or of a death metal or extreme metal band. Yeah. Good luck, guys. Okay. And don't fuck it up. All right. First one is The Agonist, drag queen or death? death. The Agonist. I, Victoria Scone, say death metal band. And Veronica, you're saying? I'm saying it's a drag queen. It is a death metal band. They're a Canadian heavy metal oh, band. You need, like get, you need to get off this this podcast victoria because every time i do a game with you i freaking lose i always win they were quizzes <laughs> all right one point to victoria okay next oh. one doctor drinker doctor drinker that's a death metal band and what are you saying victoria i want to say death metal band but i feel like for the drama i'll just say drag queens <laughs> again it is a death metal band they're an american death metal band uh they oh. are from milwaukee well, you should you should follow your instincts your intuition your gut oh. I let you win. It's one apiece now, so this is getting tense. Oh no! So this this is the decider. Oh god! Rye shell. So that's spelled R A I shell S H E double L. Is that a drag queen or a death metal band? It's a death metal band. Rye shell. Veronica, what are you saying, Victoria? I want to say death metal band. So you're both saying death metal bands. Yeah, but then there's no winner. So do you have any more? Well, I tell you what, I'll let me, I will, because you gave me one last time, I'll swap my answer to it's a drag queen, all right? I'll I'll do it that that way. That way, if I win, it's fair oh, and square. No, what do you mean? What are you doing on the show? You're <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you just helped um, me. You just gave me one, so I'm giving you one back. But, but if I'm right, you see, then I win. Okay, all right. Well, it is a death metal band. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, Veronica. Were they all death metal bands? <laughs> they were all death metal bands, yeah. They ha- they have actually been every week so far because oh. I, every week I ask James to send me a list of drag queens and every week he doesn't, so... I said, you can just Google drag queens, Dan. <laughs> well, I, anyway, I can. Anyway, we'll take our domestic elsewhere. This game was a red herring. This wasn't a game at all. <laughs> Ooh, drag. Oh, Find us on your socials at Gay Non Gay. Listen at GayNonGay.com or just search Non Gay at your fave pod app.